This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have a new name for the podcast. If you've been following along, there was a little bit of scandal over the name She's Startin' because it already belongs, uh, the Instagram handle and the Twitter account already belongs to a woman named Lily. We have since rectified the problem. She was totally fine with me continuing to use the podcast name. Um, but it just hasn't sat well with me at all. And so I've been trying to find the name. What's the new name? And hello, it's so obvious. I speak Bravo. (laughs) I mean, hello. So obvious. As if you don't know, the reason why I can't or don't want, I, I can, I just don't want to call it my Instagram handle, We Speak Housewives, is because a friend of mine was involved in, we were like recording podcasts under that name. So it just felt dirty. And I don't, there's no we. So I speak bravo. <laughs> Duh. So there we go. There's the news. Today, I'm solo recapping Winter House. Oh, wait, Winter House. I don't even know the episode. I I would start from episode one, but I just don't have the time to go back and recap everything. Recap all the episodes. I want to say it was episode four. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, because I, uh, I should know that since I'm doing the recap, but it was the most recent episode and I am personally loving the show. It's, it's like some people can drink and party hard and wake up the next day a little tired, a little groggy, but still function. They can maintain a size zero figure. I am not one of those people. So this is like watching my true fantasy. I have, you know, 
lots of opinions and I figured, hey, it's an easy watch. I'll do a I'll do a quick recap and I'll make that the other show that I do. I'll do Salt Lake City and I'll do Winter House. Um, but as I was taking notes for the show, so much happens because there are so many of them and they're all drinking and they're all just doing wild things that it took me like an hour and a half just to get through the episode because I had to pause and actually write the notes because there was so much going on. So buckle up. Let's do this. So if you're not watching Winter House, I'm not going to say I blame you. But if you're listening to this, you're probably watching Winter House. But honestly, I feel like you don't even have to watch. You can just enjoy a recap because it's basically like telling your friend a fun drunk story. Like a party story, you know, like the when you went to the club and everyone got wild story. So just to give you like or to give us context for where we are. The episode before is the double date with Kyle, Amanda, Austin, and Sierra. Now, I just want to remind everyone, Sierra is like 25 or 27, somewhere in that range. She's very young. I was such an asshole when I was in my 20s, and I made horrendous decisions. So all the things I'm going to say about these people are to be taken with a grain of salt because I'm not saying I'm any better at all. Um, so they, they just get back the start of this episode. They just get back from the double date and immediately Sierra goes into page. Uh, they are sharing a room. It's perfect. They're sharing a room and they are going to start chatting about the date. But then Austin goes with Craig to the store because Austin wants to host some, boil like a it's like a southern thing that I don't understand and so Paige is is talking to Sierra and she's like um you're just thinking like okay I'm gonna go to the mountains and hang out with my friends but then wait am I gonna maybe meet my soulmate like wait what Paige you're so deep here's the thing with Paige I really want to stand Paige because she's one of those super beautiful, gorgeous people that makes me feel bad about myself. And I don't want to dislike her because she's one of those people. But I feel like I try to like her, but she's really become a bit of a mean girl. She's always been, but it's even kind of more so now. Also, when she was on Watch What Happens Live with Sierra, they both were like, feeling themselves. Uh, They've gotten a little attention from this. So they are like, we're the, we're the best. Um, very sassy, but like, I will get into it. So Jason though, Jason is my number one, you guys. Jason loves to cook. He's got a strong mom who he looks up to. He's got a really good sense of humor. He's been so funny on multiple occasions. He's got like comedic timing. He could seriously do like sitcom work. Okay. He's great. So he's just cooking. He's chopping up chicken. Honestly, raw chicken, like whenever I have had to like cut 
raw chicken and do anything with raw chicken, I want to vomit. But the way he's doing it makes it look like he knows what he's doing. I'm not versed in a kitchen. I cooked and when I say cooked, I just I chopped things up and put them in the oven. Um, I did that today for the first time in probably like a month and a half. And I vow to not do it again. I hate cooking. Ugh. So Lindsay is like enjoying I'm I'm just kind of trying to show like the buildup of this. So then they sit down to like enjoy the food that Jason cooked and he's explaining like kind of a bit of his backstory and Lindsay's like my love language is food. And I'm like Jason was already into Lindsay and cuz the trailer for this whole episode is that they're Lindsay and Jason hook up and so like you can just see the brewing of it and I almost wonder if Lindsay's not actually doing it on purpose because Lindsay she does she does seem oblivious to Jason but that might just be the way she's playing it but she seems a bit oblivious to him Um, but he is like zoned in laser beam focus on Lindsay it's really cute because she deserves it after the shit she's been through with Austin. And so Sierra and Paige were back up in their room and they're and they're talking about the date and Sierra is like I'm very scared that I like him so much and she starts crying and Paige offers that like total basic bitch advice. She's like would you rather be the person that never finds love because they're closed off? Yeah, she could yeah, that could happen. I don't actually know. That's just, it's just such basic bitch advice. Sorry. I know that's really harsh, but it just is. Um, And then Sierra's issues, like everything, go back to her dad. And there was uh, a divorce happened and he just like had a new family and kind of just, they moved away. And so Sierra and him have a huge um, distance in their relationship. And um, when Austin and Craig are in the car, um, Austin's like, oh my god, it's like so cool, Sierra. It's like she like, like wants to like be around me, and like that feels good. And Craig, I maybe it's because he's come in a little older, totally like kind of free of the be- of the major demons. Maybe I don't know. Um, and so like maybe because he's calm, he's got a girlfriend back home, so he's not like on the prowl, and he's kind of like taking himself out of that competitiveness that's that's going on not really but kind of in the house um i'm liking his energy he just sort of he's always seen right through the relationship austin had with madison and hot take on that if you don't know about austin and madison this won't make sense to you but i really liked madison like i'm talking like girl crush all the way she like her beautiful body was on my vision board because I was like, I will look like this one day. I liked Madison. However, she's posted a few things and she's supported Kelly Dodd on a few things or on one thing, but I'm exaggerating. And I think that this, there's a dangerous thing that happens, maybe not dangerous, but sort of that happens in reality TV. And we really applaud unhealthy behavior we do. We just, we applaud it. Like we really admire it. 
And sometimes that unhealthy behavior is truly just unhealthy behavior and not like warranted in some way, which is what we like to say a lot when we watch Bravo shows like, well, don't make her mad next time. But I just I think that Madison's actually not as nice and caring. I think she's pretty Republican and Trumpy, too. So there's my take on that. Uh, so Craig has always seen right through Madison. Don't like her. So he's just happy. He's like, please, Austin, just get over Madison. And um, when Craig and Austin return, Andrea, remember, he's Italian. He he like comes out from, you know, to kind of surprise him. He goes, what's up? <laughs> it's like so Euro, like 10 years ago, finally catching up to the slang. That's <laughs> so bad. Um, but the boys all are getting along great. And Craig is shaming Austin for his boil skills because I've obviously never been to one. If you're new here, I'm from Los Angeles. We don't have fun things like this. Um, but Craig is like, who has oysters and champagne at a boil? I don't know. But Gabby takes this opportunity with the oysters to like kind of shoot her shot a little bit not all the way she'll shoot her shot later but she she's like playing with the oysters like I love oysters and she's kind of looking at Luke she's like they make me feel sexy and I think it's like right here where Luke was like you know I thought you were cute yesterday but I literally could not find you less attractive so Andrea's like sitting at the I guess that's like their dining room table and Luke comes over and is like so wait like how do you like how do you say this one thing that you're trying to teach me in Italian and Andrea's teaching him like how to say you're so beautiful or something like that and um here's okay here's the thing with Andrea okay a man like this is wasted wasted on someone who's in their 20s and trying to find a relationship. I do not fault Paige for misinterpreting Andrea's acts of kindness as him saying, I, I'm going to be falling in love with you. Because in America, I think that our standards are so damn low that Andrea bringing Paige coffee in the morning is I mean, let's face it. We're like swooning. Yes. But I think Andrea, I don't think I know, Andrea just loves doing all that stuff. He loves making a woman be like, mm, thank you. Thank you so much. Like he doesn't just want to show up, bang and leave. He likes the romance. And so as myself being someone who is not in any way looking for a relationship, at all, but just wants a really good hookup buddy, Andrea would be perfection. Because all I want is some guy who loves bringing coffee and having the sex and then going and doing that with other women because I don't want to entertain you after that. I got my shows to watch. I got stuff to do on the computer. Okay, I've got businesses I'm trying to start, buddy. Can you go? And so the fact that he's talking, in fact, I'm a little dirty like that. I might be like, hey, can I join? Let's all have a good time. So Andrea wishes he met me. Let me tell you that. That's that's what that's what I'm gonna say about Andrea. Okay. He wishes he met me. 
So he t- he says he's like I like eating and uh, the ladies like he likes to make he likes some food he likes the ladies you know what same buddy I don't I don't ever want to date a woman but I love uh, I love a little kiss and a little fun when there's another guy involved don't knock it till you tried it. Although, wait, if you've tried it because you've been in a, like, long-term relationship and you were, like, trying to save the relationship by having a threesome, that's different. Be the guest star. <laughs> so much fun. Um, if you're into that. I am. So call me, Andrea. Okay. So, oh, good news. Um, Kyle and Amanda got a mattress top for their bed that is, like, this the width or the yeah the width of it is basically another mattress it's like a 10 inch mattress cover and it's wider than the actual bed so they just like it it's deceptive it seems like they added some space onto the bed but you know actually i guess they do it's like leg room um you just can't like fully roll all over cuz that you'll fall off but that was stressing me out cuz i'm a very very picky sleeper and I would have been Kyle. I would have been driving Amanda crazy. I would have been bitching and moaning. I, I, I I'm happy. I'm relieved. Um, so Julia happens to come into the kitchen, and and Luke's drinking wine, and she's like, "Oh, can I have some of that?" And Luke does this really annoying thing where he goes, "Yeah, I have to open another bottle." And it immediately puts Julia in a position of being like, oh, sorry, like, I'll do it. And he's like, no, don't be kidding. Have some. Like, well, don't say it all passive aggressive like that. That's why I don't like Luke. I just don't like his personality. Luke, let me put it. Okay, Luke. Let's get to Luke. Here we go. Luke is someone who I initially thought when he first joined Summer House, however many seasons ago. Was it two? Um, Yeah, two. He is the guy that would absolutely break my heart because he at least that's what I thought he came off so cool and suave and like into himself which as much as I want to say I hate that he's so fine that I probably would pretend I didn't care about him but meanwhile be like falling in love however now that I've gotten to know him over the years and now with Winterhouse he isn't an attractive person anymore he's kind of like, the man is out there building igloos and playing hockey by himself. And later in the episode, he's going to, like, force everyone into, like, slave labor to help him make this igloo when they're like, we're just trying to eat and drink and relax. Why are we building an igloo? And he plays guitar and sings to himself. And he's it's embarrassing, the lyrics that he comes up with. And it's, like, folk songs. And he sings them, like, seriously. So Luke just giving, like, Luke's just not at all my thing, okay? Not like he was asking. Um, But anyway, so, like, that happens with Luke and Julia, and she's like, oh, I need to warm up by the fire. And then in comes Gabby. And now, mind you, Gabby has been mad at Julia just just last night or the night before, maybe two nights ago. It's hard to keep track. Um, And she was mad because... Luke was basically flirting with Julia. Um, But Julia looked like she was just dancing with whoever was around her. And it happened to be Luke. And because Gabby's clearly very sensitive, she's probably been friend zoned a lot. 
because you'll see later in the episode, it looks like something that she's gone through before. Um, so Gabby is mad at Julia because she thinks that basically anytime Julia is talking to Luke, she's taking Luke from her. So when Julia comes, I'm sorry, Gabby comes into the kitchen, she straight up doesn't talk to Julia. She doesn't even look at her. And so Julia's like, this is awkward. Um, and, and then in her confessional, Julia says that Luke looks like her brother. So gross. And to, I actually am enjoying watching Luke think he has a shot at Julia because he's clearly had a shot at basically anyone he wanted. And Hannah just looked like a damn fool over this man. No judgment. I've looked like a fool over worse. So, and I'm not trying to like apologize for Hannah. You don't know who Hannah is. You're, you're lucky that you don't know who Hannah is. Um, there was this really cute moment where uh, Jason came up. He has like a black turtleneck on. He's like, anyone have a lint roller? And Paige like tossed him a lint roller. And he's just, I clearly just love him. All The, the man is just lint rolling. And I'm like, oh, then he's just over there taking that lint off his sweater. Just loving it. Just loving that moment. So Julia decides I'm going to bring Gabby an olive branch. So she comes into Gabby's room with a glass of wine. And she's like, this is my olive branch. Like, why are you not talking to me? Sorry for blowing up at you because Julia kind of did explode on her. Um, but to be honest, if you like these people get so drunk every night that the next day when they talk about something, they are battling a massive hangover. So it's likely that, you know, fights will happen and blow ups will occur because you're just like not thinking straight. And Gabby says, you know, I had such a crush on someone and then I look over and you're like interacting with him. And I'm like that. OK, that's not a reason to get mad, actually. I thought she was going to say, you know, you've done this in the past because she makes she says that when she's talking to Paige, she says she's done this before with a boyfriend. And then again, she says it in a confessional with a producer. She's done this before with a boyfriend of mine. But when she doesn't say that and she's just like, I'm mad because here I am liking this guy and I look over and you're talking to him. It's like, well, she, we live in a house. So now it's this is a very childish thing where now. Unfortunately, Julia can probably tell that Luke is into her, but now is paranoid that Gabby's watching the whole time. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's literal high school. But I, I, honestly, I hate when people say that as if like life is high school. High school was just the beginning of seeing how society reacts with things. I mean, I'm not high school because I just don't have a group of friends. But if you have a group of friends like this in this sort of a setting it's gonna be like high school gabby is very much an introvert too so she it's kind of weird that she decided to come on this trip she most likely just wanted to be on tv but even that like as an introvert being on tv is hard and being in a house with all these people not the right move so she's gabby's not feeling great she's not doing well um but they make up and so then Amanda goes into Paige and Sierra's room. And okay, how are they all so skinny? I have watched these women binge drink and eat, not binge eat, but eat junk food in the middle of the night. Like, what's it like to be God's favorite? It's not fair. 
So Paige has been dating um, in the city and like during COVID. And she's like, it's just not easy out there. She's like, I kind of just expect everyone to fall in love with me. But when they don't, I'm like, hello. And so now that Andrea is, you know, not giving her what she wants because she's like, he was like squatting with her on his shoulders, um, which, you know, let me go back to that, actually. So Paige was just waiting and waiting and waiting and hoping that Andrea would ask her out on a date. So she doesn't even stop to think when he does talk to her and say, get on my shoulders so I can do like five sets of squats. Do you even like a guy that would do that as a boyfriend? I mean, I would love it as a fuck buddy. Again, I think we'd be amazing fuck buddies. But not this like as a boyfriend. No, but Paige is so caught up on him, maybe possibly rejecting her that you start to forget. Do you even like this? Because you don't. She looked miserable. So the boil has commenced. Now Craig is Craig is honestly just winning me over. He's cooking. He seems all comfortable. He's just he's like. He's kind of, it's interesting. It's it's like how Carl is now. Car, like, it. they're kind of like the dads, but really not dads. Like the cool, calm uncle. I can't even believe I'm calling Craig cool and calm. But that's how he's coming across. People change, you know? We love to see... We love a comeback. We love a rejuvenation. We love a true renewal. We love all of those things. So, um, Jason comes from behind Lindsay and she literally looks surprised. And he's like, you look great. And she's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> like, she has just been totally rejected and humiliated by Austin. And she has to see him and Sierra kissing and flirting and like massive PDA. So she's like in recovery mode. So that's why this Jason guy like swooping in and giving her attention is the best. Um, Cause Sierra and Austin are literally like doing the crossing arms, shooting oysters thing. And uh, Lindsay is, she's like, I'm not in the mood. And she goes into the kitchen and Jason's in there. Cause he's cooking, he's cooking. And She's like, oh, I'm just I'm over it. And he's like, let's go. Let's go downstairs and hang out. It'll be won't be as loud. And then they awkwardly end up in her room. And it's insanely awkward that they're just like sitting on the edge of her bed. Because when you go from like the loud noise and like the commotion, at least it's like background noise. But then like you're downstairs and it's just like, hi. So and so she does this like awkward baby voice. She's like, if you do the cooking, I'm going to just clean. And then he goes to hug her and then his alarm goes off. He's like, oh, the corn. And then just like go back up. <laughs> what was the point of this? Uh, so they're back up at the party and uh, they're going. I think um, Andrea is like teaching more Italian or something. I didn't write down what was happening. But Gabby's like, I only know one thing in Italian. And she says it. And what she says is, I want you inside of me. And she's like, this is, this is to Luke. 
And she says that. And Luke looks like an asshole. Like he's like, ugh, this chick that I've totally been flirting with is flirting back. So, okay. So Paige, Lindsay, and Sierra are talking. I'm sorry, Paige, Amanda, and Sierra are sitting and they're talking. And Amanda's like going on and on about how cute Sierra and Austin were on the date. And Paige starts crying because she's just a little drunk. And right as she starts crying, Andrea comes in, Andrea comes in, and he has like the trash bag on because they're going to do the champagne shower pop thing. And he sees he sees Paige crying and he goes, and just like beelines right back out, wise as he should. And um, I don't remember who, I think it might have maybe been Austin, but one of the guys goes, "What's? why are they crying? What's going on? And Kyle just goes, it's called champagne. And it's not to minimize it. It's just like, that's what it is. It's like, it's true. Like, I used to be a big abuser of Prosecco. And I can tell you, nothing fucks you up more than that. So they do the champagne shower thing. And after they're done, Luke pulls Gabby into his room just to reject her. And it's very uncomfortable because he's like, I don't want to give you like the wrong idea. Like, I don't think it's a good idea Uh, because nothing's happened yet. They've literally just been flirting and he's basically saying, whatever you're doing, stop. She says, well, I would like just like no strings attached. And he's like, I got to be real with you. I, and she looks down and mouths and says along with him, you just want to be friends. So she's been friend zoned before. And his fucking excuse in his confessional is he's like, I just want to figure out where I'm going to drink my next beer. And she's like, what mantra am I going to have today? Motherfucker, you build igloos. Okay, you want to talk about weird shit? All right, don't be judgy and rude. Sorry she's too deep for you. Oh, I'm sorry, you playing your guitar and singing to yourself isn't like pseudo fake deep? Bye. Anyway, so Amanda and Kyle, like, because they just get so many shots of them, like, around the party, which is why, like, every single moment I had to capture in my notes, because Amanda and Kyle are just, like, dancing, and, like, she goes, hey, I like you, and he goes, I like you, and they're going that back and forth, they're just being drunk and weird, and then, like, later, they're they're in their bedroom, and he's helping, helping Amanda change boots, because she has on these leather pants that are super hard to maneuver in, and it's just, they like, right when I think they're too toxic and, like, don't belong together, then they are cute, and I'm like, oh, yeah, never mind. They're cute. And so then Craig is in the dining room with Paige and they're having a convo. And right as it starts, because uh, Craig is like, I, I'm kind of starting to get lonely. Gabby comes over, comes like out of nowhere. And she goes, she's holding up a bottle of champagne. She's pouring herself a glass and says, I just got rejected. Cheers. And Craig is so amazingly unfazed by every shenanigan that goes on at these parties. He's like, by who? Oh, like, he's just like, okay. And then Andrea, Andrea, whatever. I'm going to call him variations of that same name. So I'm going to stop correcting myself. Andrea, Andy, we'll try that. He comes over and he's like, he like leans into Paige. He's like, when are you going to come talk to me? She's like, when are you going to take me? And 
like picks her up. It's cute, super cute. Uh, and Craig is like, have fun, little ones. <laughs> I, sorry, Craig. Winning me over. I would be hanging with Uncle Craig. He would be my number one hangout buddy at this party. He seems super fun. Um, And then Jason and Lindsay are back in her room. And like he's trying to go in for a kiss. And she's like pretending she doesn't notice it. She's like, you know what? You know what I would love? You know, you know what I'd love? And he's fully like leaning in for a kiss. And she goes, music. <laughs> he goes, music? Oh, okay, music. As if he wasn't like centimeters from her face trying to kiss her um so luke has just he's fresh off the rejection of um gabby just freshly rejected her at this party and acted like she was kind of crazy for being like weird he's like so awkward (laughs) and luke immediately goes up to flirt with julia in the kitchen right away don't waste no time. So now we have Andrea, <laughs> Andy, and Paige. And he realizes that it's that time of the night where he's got to like keep her happy because, you know, let's face it, he is trying to get laid. He's like, I would like to hook up with someone. And so he realizes that she's maybe a little bit more high maintenance than the other girls. So he's willing to have this conversation and he's clearly heard that she's upset so he invites her on a date and Paige is wasted because she will later say she doesn't remember this and she is clearly blackout because she keeps like biting her lower lip like she's being seductive but it's so extreme and she's like you're asking me on a date in Vermont and she's like biting her lip she's like "Mm," as he's talking and then in his confessional, the producer's like, did you just ask Paige out because you felt guilty? And he can barely act like he's not lying. He's like, no, because I because I wanted to. Yeah, no, I was planning on it. Um, They have this weird shot of Luke. Speaking of weird, of Luke like dancing alone in his room. And he's like doing like hip rolls. Someone else may have been in there, but it didn't seem like it because everyone else was on the other cameras doing things. So... Okay, Luke. Uh, and then Amanda has these leather pants on and she can't get them off. We have all been there. They're so tight and she's like screaming from the bedroom. Can someone help me take off my pants? And she can't get them off. And she's like, you know, like you have to like, she's like, I'm so sweaty. I'm so, and they're like cutting around to other things so they keep cutting back over to her in various phases of trying to get her pants off and finally they're like at like one pant is like on her ankle and she's like I can't and like is nearly in tears (laughs) it's like when you think you're gonna die in them like they're never gonna come off ugh and then Kyle comes to bed because she's like asleep now, basically. And he like comes in and leans in to kiss her. And she goes, I spent so long trying to get my pants off. <laughs> it's so good. I once had a sports bra. I, that's why I will never buy a sports bra that doesn't clasp because I got stuck in this thing. And it was like wrapped around my arms. I was trying to pull it back down or pull it back over my head. And like it got stuck. I was stuck. Like my arms got trapped like up above my head 
and I couldn't get enough leverage from like what was left of my forearms exposed. And like, it was basically like I, I put myself in like a vice. <laughs> I flipped it over and then it got stuck. It was, it was scary. Cause I was like, I can't see, I can't get to my phone. I actually have no game plan. So I had to just like surrender and lay on my bed for a second and calm down and like shimmy out of it. Okay. Talk about traumatic, I tell you. So the next day, the next day, Andy brings Paige coffee. And when he walks in, he has this look on his face like, okay, are you all right? And this was funny because Paige is like in the middle of saying to Sierra, she's like, I think on." Andrea asked me out but like I'm not sure where we were when that happened so when he comes in she's like where were we when you asked me on a date wait did you ask me on a date and that's pretty funny uh, and he's like yes I did and um, whatever they're gonna go on their date and Sierra's like yay everyone can be in a couple whatever and everyone is very visibly hungover this is the first time that they look hungover hungover uh, but especially Gabby, I'm telling you, you've got to be like made of some specific type of like thing. Because like, I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine not being so hungover that I'm bedridden with the way these people party. Gabby is me in this. She can't even like honestly though the best thing for her would to would, would be to go like outside in the snow and be like in the cold um but i would be like gabby like i need to hide under the covers especially since she's embarrassed by herself because she's like she says in her confessional she's like i'm usually pretty blunt uh when i'm drunk but last night i uh, took it a little too far and she just looks mortified with herself my anxiety and the embarrassment I would have Gabby's not meant for this like you have to be able to just totally bounce back and recover in a way like I've never seen before Lindsay Hubbard is a wonderful example of this this woman has lost her fucking mind and the next day she's ready to go let's do this keep it moving okay I am not built like that and you just I don't know what it is in this in these specific, like what gene am I missing because I'm missing something, I tell you. I am missing something. So Luke is being an asshole about this igloo. He's like, guys, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get together and we're gonna do this igloo. And Craig goes, How are we gonna finish an igloo today? And Luke says, You're gonna work really hard. Do you realize how rude that is? Uh no, I'm not. Why am I gonna work on helping you build an igloo who are you impressing why are we all building an igloo i'm sure it would be so cool to be inside of an igloo but go buy a pre-made igloo you don't need to make me hung over as shit work in the snow and build an igloo you absolute asshole <laughs> sorry i need to relax on my Luke hatred. Actually, no, I'm not going to. This is my podcast. It's a safe space for me to say what I want about Luke because I need to get it off my chest. Okay. 
So Paige and Andrea are going to get ready for their date and he looks rough and she doesn't look rough because I don't think I've ever seen Paige look rough, but she looks like a little more pale than normal. Like that is her version of rough. They all look pretty rough though. He's got the bags under his eyes and they're going to go on a, on a horse and carriage sleigh ride thing or horse and carriage. You know what I'm trying to say? And there's like a little moment where Sierra, 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 what's wrong with me? Sierra sits on, like Austin's like, come in here. And he's like cuddling with her. And she's like, you're such a little snuggler. And like, you're also loud and obnoxious. And I'm like, I get it now. I get what makes women fall for Austin. He does the cute, lovable teddy bear. Gee, golly. I'm just a... I'm just like the clown type of thing. And that would work on me. I got to tell you. And I just need to make something clear. My taste in men is truly abhorrent and disgusting. So if I'm saying I would go for it, it's a it's a toxic trait, 100%. But he's like, he's like my little nugget. Like he's already given her a nickname. Like this is, you know, it, it, it's going to work. So... Amanda and Kyle FaceTime Kyle's parents and turns out that Kyle's family is like a ski family. And so they are ski shaming Amanda. And she's like, I'm going to do the bunny hill. And they're like, they, like, it's like a long pause. They just like look at her like disgusted. Um, And then Kyle's like, maybe you guys could come down some weekend. And I'm like, oh, didn't Kyle pitch this show to Bravo? And I'm like, oh, this makes sense because he's like, and then I can have my parents come on and I can do this whole thing. So they're going to come down, which was clearly pre-planned. So the only person kind enough to go and appease Luke and his stupid igloo demands is Jason. While I'm not even kidding, Craig and Kyle just watch from the window, which I'm telling you, I'm hanging with Craig the whole time we're at this winter house. And uh, so Jason like checks in. He's like, what's still with uh, Lindsay? And that's when he gives more of his backstory about his mom being single. He's like, I really look up to strong women. That's why I'm like, hey, Lindsay, loving you. And I'm just loving that he likes an older woman. I'm loving that he just likes a strong, powerful woman, even a woman who fell off a chair into the cabinet door and then confessed her love to Austin. And I'm just loving all of it. I'm here for I'm here for a man who still's like that's my kind of girl. And Luke's like, no, no, no. We're just like, we're like sister, brother and sister, like nothing's going on there. So go for it. So then they cut over to the horse and carriage ride with Andrea. And I mean, listen, Paige is like, she is like dead in the water with a guy like this. I don't blame her. If you are clearly looking for love, like she's out actively dating and you've got a man who is taking you on. I mean, granted, production organized it. Um, but if you've got a guy who's like, let's go on this horse and carriage ride through the snow, just the two of us, very intimate. Like, you got to make that conversation that whole time. Ugh, too much work. I would be, I'd be like, listen, hook up, buddy. We don't do things like that. 
Let's do something much more interactive and fun. But honestly, we don't even need to leave the house. You do that with your other girls if you want. Um, so he's talking about how he's always just <laughs> he wants to meet an American girl and get married in Italy and live in Italy. When he first said this, I think he said it in his first episode, maybe second episode. I honestly was like, this sounds like he wants to kidnap an American woman. It's such a sexist and like misogynistic concept. He wants to meet an American girl and force her to move to Italy so he can be near his mom. And basically she can just be like the wife in Italy. Like, so her life doesn't matter. You just need to meet a woman who's going to like put everything down and go with you to Italy because in the movies, I'm sure he's, he loves romantic comedies. He said that's where he learned all about American culture, romantic comedies, so he's like, uh, this story, the chicks love it out here. That's why a guy like this is perfect for me. Because if you told me that shit, I'd be like, oh, that's gross. Let's go have sex. And he'd be like, sweet. I'm like, yeah, don't ever tell me that again. But Paige is like, I am, I see lemon trees. I see Italian villas. I see wedding I see it all I see prosciutto and so she's you know I don't blame her I would be confusing all this too but telling you a man like this is wasted wasted on a woman like Paige at this point all right so the igloo thing now like everybody is involved Like, everyone has to help stupid Luke build his stupid igloo. But right before that, before everyone gets down there to, like, do slave labor for Luke and his igloo dreams, uh, Luke asks, uh, what's his face? Jason, about Julia's boyfriend situation. And I think Jason answers correctly. He's like, "Uh, I mean, look, it's a little on and off. It's not great. And so... uh, that's his go ahead. That's his green light. I think Luke loves a girl with a boyfriend. I think that's his thing. He absolutely prefers it. He prefers, especially like a girl who's maybe in an iffy relationship. He especially loves that because he especially likes to be the one that's like teasing her away from it. And then I bet if she were to be like, I'm going to leave my boyfriend for you, he'd be like, I don't know where you got that impression. I'm not trying to be your boyfriend. So Julia, oh, I'm sorry. They haven't yet. um, Oh, yeah, they are all helping. Julia brings Gabby a hot toddy on the couch because Gabby is in so much pain. Um, And Gabby's just like, I will go outside in a second. Like, I need to recover. So now they're all down helping build the igloo. And they start talking about the date that, that Paige and Andrea are on. And that is when... Uh, Craig is like, I mean, I just think it's weird that he took her on a date. Like, if you're not interested in dating, like, why are you taking her on a date? And then that sparks this whole thing. And Lindsay's like, whoa. And Amanda's like, whoa. Um, And Kyle, like, gets it. Kyle's like, of course. He likes speaking Italian and grabbing butts, which is totally what Andrea likes. And, you know, and then Austin, for some weird reason, is like, well, I mean, why does it have to be like, you know, like a long term thing here? Like, it's odd coming out of your mouth since you just went on a date with Sierra and are acting like you are totally into her. 
great. And uh, Lindsay is just, she like pulls Amanda aside and she's like, you have to tell Paige. And for Lindsay, it's like a no brainer. She just met this guy. Like abort mission, pull her out before it gets too far deep. But Amanda is like really sad about it. Like, okay. So Paige and Andrea come back. Julia comes out with the hot toddies and that like kind of gets everyone to be like, we're going inside because we hate building this igloo. Um, and now Paige and Sierra and Amanda are talking in one of the rooms and, uh, literally Paige is like, the date was amazing. I totally see a future. I can 100% see us being together after this is done. Amanda, it's just the three of them. Why wouldn't Amanda right then be like, okay, wait, hold on. I heard X, Y, Z. Instead, she just is frozen. And I guess she just really doesn't want to hurt Paige's feelings. But it's it's like, it's not that deep, you guys. I hate saying it's not that deep. But it isn't because they just met and Paige is just being a little crazy. And just pull your friend out of it. A little slap, slap, slap. Come on, girl. No, he's just an Italian guy who likes wooing women, you know? And so, okay, they're all getting ready. It's going to be this high school night party where they're all going to dress as like a different like high school character, if you will. So Craig is going to be the like, Craig and Kyle are the emo people. And the girls are putting eyeliner on them to give them that like smoky eyeliner emo look. And Craig can take it like a champ. Craig is just like looking up, no big deal. Kyle's like, ow, ow, ow. I mean, granted, maybe the person applying it was doing it different, but still. Amanda is an artist. So she has like paint on herself. Amanda, it's really funny. She doesn't even try to dress sexy this whole time. She's got like big baggy sweatshirts on, excuse me, big baggy sweatshirts and like hoodies and like she just has a big long sleeve shirt on with baggy pants. She's like, I'm getting married. Like We're fine. I love it because that's the clothes I wear all the time. Um, Austin is a football player and they had to draw abs on him to make him look more cut and fit. Paige is prom queen. Julia is a cheerleader. And the best is when they get to Andrea. And so he's dressing up as a nerd. And so he says, my only uh, understanding of American high school is through romantic comedies. So he goes, uh, you've got the geeks, you've got the cheerleaders, You've got the queen of the school. <laughs> that sums it up pretty much. If you watch a movie about American high schools, that's it. Um, Gabby is some private school girl. And Luke is a stoner. And he's like total opposite because I was total jock and like homecoming king. And the pictures they show of Luke in high school, this man was so hot for a fucking high schooler, for a teenager. Mm-mm. No wonder. Uh, so, okay, now they're like mingling in the party and Paige, Sierra, and Amanda are in the kitchen and Andrea comes up behind Paige. Mm. And he goes, I wish we were alone so I could grab you from behind and pull your hair. Ugh. I, th- I think I, I would have been like, we'll be right back. 
But instead she's like, okay. Because she's trying to like fall in love. So she's trying to like hold out sex from this man. Um, Sierra is the good in like a good girl costume type of look. She's like the good Catholic girl. And so Austin comes like beelines into the kitchen and just starts making out with Sierra. And then obviously Andrea and Paige are kissing and Amanda's in the middle of it. Like, hi, hello. She is wearing a little cute crop top here. And they all have such amazing bodies. I'm so triggered by their bodies. Okay, so Lindsay comes out, and Lindsay's the principal, and she's got, like, the ruler, and she's, like, smacking things. And, dude, at one point, she, like, kind of, like, she's, like, trying to get everyone to sit down to play this game. And uh, she's, like, smacking people with the ruler and smacks Austin. He goes, hey, I kind of like you now. Fuck you. That's so rude. So they play the game, like, who's most likely to fill in the blank? And they go around, and then... So it's who's most likely to be prom king. And Jason goes, me, because I was. And that like turns Lindsay on. She's just the right amount of drunk. They've been toying with it from yesterday. So she just straight up gets on the table, walks across the table and like gets on his shoulders, but like face first. It was amazing because I was surprised he didn't just drop her. And but he did. He like maintained. He held it down because he's the man. Because we love Jason. And then Luke decides to pass the note to Julia. Will you hang out with me? And it's just, it just it pisses off everyone. But of course, Luke kind of wanted that because like Luke needs that sort of toxic attention and needs to be like the bad boy by design. I can't. And so then at some point, Jason like picks up Lindsay to put her on on his back. And I just thought it's just like a small moment. But I just thought this was like really cool of Jason to know that Lindsay might need this. So he takes Lindsay like she's on his back and he like backs up Lindsay into Austin, and like bumps Austin, which then makes Austin try to like chase after them. So like now Lindsay's being carried by Jason as he like runs around the table and austin's chasing them so she i was like she must love this moment and i know that jason did that on purpose he's just a great guy call me and so then in the kitchen there's like a bunch of them and it's just a really quick shot but andrea is straight up like grabbing Paige's like tits basically from behind um and again she's like stop we're trying to get to know each other and take it slow and so she like leaves the kitchen and goes off with Lindsay and they're all wasted at this point so Lindsay assumes <laughs> that Amanda's told Paige and she hasn't so <laughs> so Lindsay's like oh, are you upset because of what happened like what Andrea was saying and she's like what and Lindsay's like trying to base Lindsay's trying to make Amanda look good. She's like, no, Amanda was like crying for you. Like, and Paige is like, wait, what was he saying? And then Lindsay realizes what she's done. She's like, let me go get Amanda. And so now everyone is just wasted. So she goes to get, she goes to get Amanda and she's like, I need you to come explain to Paige, like, why you were crying. And so Amanda's like, wait, what? Why was I crying? What are you talking about? She's like, the thing about Andrea, like, why were you crying? I just told her. 
And then, of course, Amanda's like, why would you do that? You're going to, why, Lindsay, why? And then Lindsay's like, okay, great, of course, because everything's my fault. Like, everything's just my fault. And she's like, fine, leaves the room. And perfect. (laughs) Jason happens to, like, see her come out. He's like, hey. And she's like, dude, Amanda just got, like, mad at me because, like, I told Paige something about, like, what Andreas said. And he's like, let's go in my room. She's like, yeah, let's get out of here. Perfect. Whisk her away. Intersect. Intercept. Go. Get out. Adios. Like, everyone's just drunk at this point. And so Amanda's in the kitchen with Julia. That's who's, like, left over. And she's like, I just, like, didn't want to tell Paige. I didn't want to, like, hurt her. And then, like, Paige comes in. And then Paige cries. So, like, yes. Okay. She had her hopes up. She's sad. And so now... Luke, because Julia leaves the room. Now Luke sees it, and Julia, and he's like, "Hey, can we like we can we talk? Can we talk?" And he wants to like go upstairs and talk to her. How fucking creepy! Okay, you gave her the note. She didn't reply. She's like avoiding you, and now you're gonna be like, "Can we go upstairs in my room and talk?" Go away. Um. Sorry, I got distracted by my cats uh, r- literally going insane. Okay, back to business. Um, so Ju- Julia's like, no, we are not going upstairs all the way, like into your room. So they go to like the top of the stairs and Kyle sees that happening and he's like, hold it, I got to listen to this. And I thought maybe he was going to like just like peek his ear up towards that general vicinity, but he decides to walk up because it's like you go up one set of stairs and you go up another set he goes to like the middle landing and it's just straight staring right directly at them in their eye line like he they can see him fully and julia is explaining look i i want to show julia that i'm her friend more than i want to potentially flirt with you like i want to be a good friend and he goes uh i just didn't know I didn't know I did anything to make Gabby like so emotional. Excuse me, Luke. You don't, you were flirting with her pretty heavily. She caught the vibe reciprocated. You didn't like it. Rejected her like either yesterday or tonight. I can't remember which one it was. My, it was, it was yesterday. And now you're acting like it's a surprise that her good friend doesn't want to flirt with you right in front of her. And then acting like, well, I don't know what I did. I mean, she's like so emotional, I guess. God. To try to make her seem crazy. Got it. Kyle is just staring right at him with his emo makeup on. And Luke goes, "Uh, hey, Edward Scissorhands. And Kyle makes this face like he's all creepy, like, hi, but doesn't move. Continues to stare at them like, what are you guys going to say next? Uh, That was pure comedy, in my opinion. So then Lindsay and Jason... Uh, are like in his bed making out a little bit and she goes pick me up and throw me on the bed he gets up pulls her up spins her around and throws her ass on the bed oh my god such a sexy moment I'm like, I'm doing that. Although I just am too insecure about my body weight to be like, pick me up and throw me on the bed. 
uh uh-uh. actually never mind we'll wait we'll wait to lose a few pounds and then i'll be doing that how about that's the new goal weight what weight can i feel that i'll be like pick me up and throw me and not be worried for my safety or his okay so um we're in Craig's room. So you hear, you just hear Craig go, why are you crying? Tell me who fucking did it. And Amanda, they're in, I believe it's Craig's room. It's Amanda, uh, Sierra, Austin, and Paige. And Amanda's sobbing, sobbing. And Julia's in the hallway with Andrea trying to talk to him and be like, does Paige know that you don't want a relationship? He's like, yeah. She's like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, she knows I'm, you know, taking it one step at a time. She's like, that's different than you're not interested in dating after this. And he's like, suddenly he's like, my English, it's not so good. And so back in Craig's room, Amanda's continuing to sob. And now Craig is just like rubbing Amanda's back, like comforting her. (laughs) And Austin's like explaining something that don't, don't listen to anything Austin has to say because nothing that he's saying is worth listening to. And Paige, in her confessional, she's like, why would he ask me on a date? Why would he even invite me on a date if he's not interested? You should call a therapist. Lindsay has like 25 on speed dial. Call one of them. Now, I just don't know what the fuck she meant by that. Like, does she mean that Lindsay is so fucked up and crazy that she has 25 therapists? Is that what she meant? I don't like that. I don't like that tone. Don't talk about my lens like that because I love Lindsay. So don't talk about her like that, Paige. Sorry we can't be so normal like you because you're just this beacon of normality. Okay. And now we get the moment where Jason and Lindsay, like she's straight up on top of him, mounting him. And he's like, I'm so glad I met you. Wasted. They're all wasted. And she's like, I am just so afraid of dating. (laughs) And he's like, okay, well, although I do believe him. He's like, I mean, I'm here. And I'm like, he's there, Linz. She's just, this is her downfall. Men, it's, it's her weak spot. She's just, she's useless in this area. And so that's the end of that episode. And next week, we are going to get some Madison drama. And I'm so here for it because I can't wait for this shit to flare up and Sierra be like, are you kidding? It's like, duh. Um, But my favorite is that Austin has like the leftover eye makeup on uh, from from the party. I'm curious to see like how many of the guys that had eye makeup on are like stuck with it for three days because as women, we know how hard that shit is to get off. Like, it's not like you just rub. You have to get like in crevices and do some major blotting and like it takes work. So he's going to be in like a smoky eye for a few episodes. I'm here for it. All right, guys, that wraps up my winter house recap. I'm going to keep doing them because these are a lot of fun. Like I could sit and do this all day long. Um, if you could, if you could review this podcast, wherever you are listening, I think that is like important and I'm supposed to start promoting this. My therapist said I have to start promoting this better. Um, as always follow me on Instagram and please enjoy the new name. I speak Bravo. Bye guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.